podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by Armchair Critics of the Game. I'm your host, Ajit. In today's episode, we have a much sought after returning guest, Ramchandra. Hello, Ramu. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, hi, Ajit. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me here and uh, thanks for your kind words. Ah, come on. I know that, uh, you know, there are quite a few people. So, yeah. Uh, we have quite a lot of listeners from our part of the world and i think yeah. uh, they know you so it's 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 something i know that you know whenever you are on the podcast there is a small uptick in the listeners from our part of the world as well so that's always good for me to yeah, know pleasure yeah. that's one thing so look let's start off by first talking about kpl i think you are the local resident expert let's yeah. just have a quick <laughs> chat on kpl and then we'll go through the yeah. international uh, games so tell yeah. me about kpl how is it going and what have you done to mayank agarwal kpl it was what renamed uh, what maharaja, maharaja trophy it's called yes. yeah yes last year uh, i think it returned uh, and wrong in 20 yeah maharaja cup yeah wrong in 2019 and then pandemic and successful years there were no there was no you know this tournament was not held so it is good in a sense that it's it's back because it provides a platform for all the youngsters you know there's so much talent pool is really huge so that is where there's you know there's some clamor that you know karnataka should have two teams just like how gujarat and maharashtra have so but yeah. unfortunately because of the loda thing we can't we, we can no more have a you know uh, two or three teams for one state so that's done and i see so now see. yeah that is the thing and now uh, talking about the maharaja trophy ajit uh, like see i mean there are a few usual suspects who always do well only in the maharaja trophy and there are a lot of indian players who are who are participating like manish is leading aside um, mm-hmm. k gautam is leading aside karnataka's captain mayank agarwal is leading bangalore side and mm-hmm. then karun nair is back though he is will be playing his trade for uh, vidarbha this domestic season uh, he he is playing in the manjara maharaja trophy and shreyas gopal also who went to goa i uh, sorry avegya mm-hmm. panani he went to kerala i guess yeah kerala he is also leading the side so all these you know big boys of karnataka are playing uh, siddhar too siddhar too did well i think it was like uh, he had a point to prove he got a century siddhar who was like benched for the whole season uh, despite being the highest run getter last season he was benched for the whole season now he is more abode out of karnataka and he had a point to prove he proved it and uh, getting a 160 balls uh, was, was was a great achievement that i felt because he is someone who's dubbed a, a proper you know test match player uh, a red ball player him getting a you know a t20 100 was uh, was, was a great feeling i just enjoyed that innings also shreyas has been uh, really good with both bat and ball and mm-hmm. there are few youngsters uh, who have come up uh, today i think tipalady played uh, one of uh, you know one of the best innings i saw i think 47 balls he got some 82 or uh, something then there is a wicket keeper called ulit susodia you know who mm-hmm. he opened Lundit the Susodia. Innings, yeah, yeah, yeah. Innings, Lundit susodia i think he was in rcb also last year then he was released uh, because yeah. of injury i think rajat patidar replaced him i guess if i'm not wrong so mm-hmm. 
Now that guy, he's a pocket-sized element. He, you know, he packs a punch. He's he's not that you know heavily built or a muscle guy, but he packs a punch and he plays you know proper T20 cricket. And I'd be really tempted to have him even in the longer formats because he's that kind of a player. He also got a century. So there are a lot of people who have done well. Uh, uh, you know, Ajit. Also, mm-hmm. the usual suspects I talk about Vidwat and Kaushik. They have done well. And uh, yeah, uh, still youngsters. Uh, I'm really excited about uh, one youngster, that Shubank Hegde, who's a uh, you know like for like replacement for uh, you know someone like um, Suchit. Uh, I think right. probably he's an updated version of Suchit as far as batting is concerned. Probably he's yeah. a much better batter Shubank. I think he was in the Indian uh, India Under 19 uh, team. He I I don't think he got a game to play in the Under 19 World Cup, but he was part of the side uh, in 2020. So he's he's a talented guy. Uh, mind you, he made his debut in 2019, 2018-19, Ranji Trophy debut. After that, he's, he's hardly played a few games. So, uh, I think he's, what, 22 now? Uh, it's right time for him to uh, get a long run. Hopefully, after, you know, Shreyas' uh, departure, probably that, uh, you know, he'll be the main spinner for Karnataka. Also, his batting is going to be handy. So, I'm really excited for this uh, domestic season. I want to see how these guys perform. Right. Look, that raises quite a few questions, first of all. I mean, I'm not really interested yeah. in which team wins the tournament in as much as what it yeah, means yeah. for Karnataka cricket. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, yeah. the first thing I will ask is, is it a good thing with players who are either approaching 30 or just on the other side of 30, leaving Karnataka team for other teams? Is this, is, does this simply mean Karnataka yeah. team is very strong and they can do without these people? Uh, absolutely. But also, what does it mean from... Uh, yeah, you know, uh, there's yeah. also a bit of loyalty sometimes that is owed. True, true. That is true. Yeah. See, I mean, uh, this is, this has been the case with uh, most of the strong teams. You, you can see Mumbai, Karnataka, Delhi. Uh, cricketers from these teams, you know, I mean, once they are 30 and they, when they are no more in their economy for the national team, it makes sense uh, for them to move out of, uh, you know, uh, the powerhouses and play for... Uh, Second string or the third string, uh, it's where a lot of youngsters are coming up. These these guys' experience will always be handy for them. So, this has always happened. Uh, if I'm not wrong, Roger Whitney, Kirmani, everyone moved out in the later part of the parts of their career and they played for Goa Railways like that. So, it's, it's been happening. There are only mm-hmm. few people who haven't moved out. Someone like Prasanna, Chandrasekhar, Vishwanath, they played only for Karnataka and they retired. But you can see that more than 50% of the people who played for India and have a celebrated career at the highest level, they they come back and they move out. That's happened right. with the 90s generation also. Sujit Somsundar, J. Arun Kumar, everyone is probably in the early 2000s, I guess. Yeah, they moved out of Karnataka and played for uh, played group teams. Now with uh, the Northeastern teams, Ajit, there's plenty of opportunity now for you. Not only the veterans are uh, moving out, even the youngsters who are try- struggling to make a you know, uh, mark or trying to get into the Karnataka side, it's really difficult. There are so many guys. Kranti Kumar, someone, uh, you should have heard that name. You must have heard that name. Last year, he got a 287 for Sikkim, if I'm not wrong. That guy played a Vijayasara Trophy game for Karnataka. Then he was lost. Again, he for, you know they, he probably felt that uh, you know he can't get into Karnataka side. So he moved out. There are so many people who have done that. Abrar Kazi did that. CM Gautam did that. So uh, it's really difficult once you're not in the national reckoning and you're 30. Uh, there's no point in uh, playing, you know, for powerhouses. So 
yeah it's that's how it's uh, it's going on and uh, that will be the case because a lot of interest coming up with it so uh, but i was surprised with shreyas gopal's exit because he's still 29 and uh, exactly uh, he had, uh-huh. he had not done wrong and probably the fact that he was benched for the whole uh, mustakali trophy that probably did not go down well with him because because of that he lost his ipl contract because he did not play either sakali games for karnataka the bidders were not really interested in the, in the auction so probably his career was at stake so in red ball cricket there was no question that he was he was our number one spinner but obviously you know you want to play all the formats so uh, i i heard through the grapevine that uh, he's been promised that he'll be playing all the formats for kerala so he's moved out to kerala with sanju samson probably he'll be you know with jalat saxena probably it's going to be one of the you know important spin uh, combinations i guess for kerala mm, 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 mm. no but yeah, yeah that is definitely good so i mean it is normal that you know players towards the end of their career when they are team surplus 32 yeah. 33 plus they go out yeah. and probably use their experience to guide some new upcoming team right this is normal you if you also look at it uk county scene or australian county scene yeah. this is all normal but yeah. in india that's the thing right because of the proliferation of talent and True. potentially ipl contracts and other you know lucrative t20 contracts internally yeah you would a lot think, of check lot of things such stake yeah true right so but the other question was about the international or potential international careers of these two people we took the names yeah. of two people one is the leg break bowler shreyas the other is um, karun karun ayer right sir yes. yeah. so do you see any chance of shreyas ayer who's more i must say he's also pigeon hole shreyas gopal shreyas yeah. gopal sorry yeah shreyas yeah. gopal who's more uh, pigeon hole a uh, pigeon hole as a long format player do you see him yeah. featuring in maybe long format games for india at all or is has his chance come and gone at this uh, see he'll be 30 this september next month he'll mm-hmm. be 30 he made his debut in 2013 if you look at his numbers they are not bad uh, they are really very good numbers so i think he's got over 200 first class wickets at 28 his batting is also good his, his batting average is in mid 30s so the problem is i felt what because i followed his career pretty closely from his under 19 days what i felt ajit was he probably did not go that extra mile and he did not upgrade himself even now after 10 years of experience if you see his bowling there are always like couple of boundary balls every over so you can't do that at this level if you want to graduate to the next level you got to be uh, spot on you can't do that i remember i think 2014 15 he was already in the india a setup he played dulip trophy he was part of india a set he was making huge strides but after that he just lost it and uh, even he lost his place in the karnataka side also uh, in between he was made captain uh, mm. standing captain rather Uh, but he was there he was there and there about and ipl happened he did well in the ipl getting abdws kohli and hattrick everything was going well for him but unfortunately you you know you got to upgrade your skills you got to take care of your uh, chings but he never probably did that I, that's my personal opinion i feel that probably he had nothing he he did not add anything to his armory what i saw him in 2013 and what i am seeing now in 2023 there's not really much of a change in his uh, skills or whatever so if you're not going to upgrade yourself you're always going to struggle at in 2014 15 i probably felt that this guy can play for india but uh, he never really graduated he never really excelled after that so it was like there and there about the same thing with samarth uh, ajit mm, he probably had the potential yeah. but yeah going that extra you know samarth is surekumar yadav he too was someone like that but the way he added his uh, new skills and the way he became the kind of player he became you need to have that hunger and not really you know demeaning these guys but the thing is that you need to go to the extra mile to play for india but 
now you are 30 and there are so many spinners coming up young spinners someone like bishnoy uh, mm. chahal probably is not going to play test match cricket uh, for india he is also 30 but uh, yeah the, i don't see him playing for india if he can get a an ipl contract and if he can have a four or five years of good first class season going forward that will be a great thing for him okay and uh, karun nair then that's yeah. it because i thought he might reinvent himself yeah sorry to say yeah sorry to say but yeah i too i was one of the fans of uh, one of the you know finest fans of karunair i remember uh, watching him in 2013 when he made his debut i was like surprised mm-hmm. why is vinay backing this guy after three failures he was still backed by vinay and he got 300s back to back the season which karnataka won the ranji trophy after 14 years so from then he got a triple century then over the next season in the finals again karnataka won the ranji trophy so he had that and one thing ajit the one thing which people tend to ignore is he was someone who actually played ipl in the 2014 and he was probably he did not take much time to get used to it he was a good ipl player also whereas someone like mayank and uh, rahul were struggling initially in 2013 14 but this guy was someone who actually scored runs even in the ipl that time i felt that this guy is an all round uh, an all format batsman and he can play for india of course he did mm. play for india in, in, in i think odi and test cricket he played he probably test could have had a, mainly, right? yeah yeah test cricket mainly yeah. he had all the shots it's not that he is a, is a one dimensional player he too can play his shots and probably he is he's one of the prettiest batsmen in the in the batsman in the recent past what i've seen unfortunately you know uh, he wasted too much time you know after he was dropped in 2018 he he came back and led karnataka and two two three seasons nothing happened hardly runs uh, you know came from his bat so obviously the selectors had a lot of uh, questions to answer he was rightfully dropped and then one season went in when last season he was dropped and he did not have the noc to go and play for other team the last minute so the whole season went mm, mm. he was sitting at home idol so obviously he felt that you know with nikin just scoring those many runs in the very next season he probably felt that there is no space for me in the middle order so is made the right, right choice probably he'll be replacing uh, ganesh satish ex karnataka batsman who played for vidarbha for 8 years he's going to be replacing uh, ganesh satish and hopefully he doesn't come back and hurt us like ganesh satish did that's what sure i hope <laughs> i just wish him good right, luck letting our good career with vidarbha i don't see him playing for india from here he's 32 now so hopefully he can have a four or five years of good domestic season with ipl i'll be happy for him if he plays in the ipl also perfect all right so that was a fairly comprehensive yeah. uh, you know wrap up around kpl but before we go away which of these two toppers i see only these two really coming into the final right so between these two which do you see as potential i think uh, hubli tiger, tiger i think uh, manish's side is good yeah manish's side is good man you don't like mysore team then yeah i i too like mysore team but the thing is i think uh, manish as a captain is a different uh, guy altogether he he knows how to win this tournament so i'm backing hubli to win this i'll be I mean, not really backing any team or something or such but i i think that hubli have uh, habit in them to win it with manish there they got a good batting lineup also so it's it's like mm-hmm. the, the irony is that the karnataka's captain mayank agarwal who's leading bangalore blasters they lost eight yeah. on the trot probably yeah, yeah. this is some kind of record they just <laughs> one game away from equaling kkr's uh, nine losses on the trot <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen for mine it will be a, uh, you know a blemish i believe that's a bad record to carry i understand i understand yeah 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 that will lead i mean he is the he's leading the state side to so his side losing the way they are 
it's going to be really you know embarrassing for him well let's see i mean he also i think was the captain of the south zone right in the dulip the other trophy yes dulip yes. trophy Le- yeah which one let's yeah. let's see let's see. i mean look sometimes at it's yeah. not always a captain's fault if the team continues to fail but True. maybe there is something he can also change it's a tough one yeah and he also hasn't scored runs so that hasn't helped either probably he could have won uh, a couple of games on his own unfortunately runs didn't come from his exactly. side now that's what i had in mind so yeah. i thought you know sometimes yeah. it, these things come and go yeah. but sometimes at least if you are able to contribute with the yeah. bat you say okay i've done my best still this is all i am able to get through yeah right? i won the game so, now let's move to the international scene yeah. so first of all i think we can have a quick chat about the ireland india uh, series which finished and uh, mm-hmm. we can actually discuss the whole series yeah. rather than going into individual results so first of all i guess uh, you're happy the way our yeah. bowlers came back the two bowlers krishna and true uh, i'm yeah. really excited uh, to see uh, bumrah of course prasid also he was he's he was back after a year it was nice to see probably i felt that he lost he's lost a bit of pace prasid mm. but he was like is bowling well uh, he usually bowls in mid 140s uh, early 140s but i saw him bowling in late 130s uh, consistently hopefully that's it's an aberration he picks up going forward and bumrah as usual i mean what can you say about bumrah Uh, a perfectionist he hardly gives you bad balls and rightfully he was the man of the series the cap the ca- captain bumrah mm-hmm. uh, he did all the things right and uh, you know and uh, also uh, is really happy for inku singh ajit and you just love to see these kind of people uh, play for india and do well uh, with so much hard work and coming from up the kind of struggles he's had to go through someone like jaiswal and other these guys really feel happy when these guys do well I think Jaiswal is being seen as a potential, you know, captain's material even longer term going forward. So it was nice to yeah. see he came out scoring some runs, right? Yeah. That was important for me. Yes. And uh, it's also good to see, right? So as you said, Yashasvi Jaiswal sort of at least getting one go. I was really hoping to see somebody like Jitesh Sharma getting a go, Rinku Singh maybe another chance to bat. Rinku Singh. Shahbaz Ahmed, yes. Tilak Verma, see okay. Shahbaz Tilak Verma. Avesh Khan yeah. I was thinking he might get a game, third game. right so yeah probably would have got a third game they would have rested prasid and they would have given the game uh, to avesh khan yeah. yeah correct correct so in this case the real question for me is is this the india going forward at least in t20s are they ready to completely ditch somebody like kohli and rohit and even to maybe kl rahul and yeah? rahul yeah it's true look if i was given a choice and if i was the selector ajit i would have done this a couple of years ago Uh, because these guys are not getting any younger and you need to play a different brand of uh, cricket to win the t20s uh, look look how england uh, treat their uh, treated that premier batsman jolod is nowhere in the you know reckoning for the t20 side stand same with this, same with australian steven smith doesn't fit the bill so he is he's rightly been dropped you are a great batsman in odi and test match cricket you be there it doesn't necessarily mean that you you have to play t20s just because you're a great batsman so that is the way going forward england and australia have done that pakistan to a certain extent are struggling that uh, of course there's no way they can drop uh, babar azam and other opener but still i feel that they played enough cricket rohit sharma virat kohli and to a certain extent kl rahul also i don't see him making amends he if he plays the way he's mm-hmm. been playing and strike out of 115 20 opening in a t20 game uh, and also you know 
wasting the power play i don't see any point in having kl rahul yeah potential is there that what's your what's your potential yielding nothing so if you, when you have someone like ashish with jaiswal and shubham gill also is shown a lot of promise in t20 cricket just have them also ruduraj gaikwad is waiting in the wings with with these many fine fine talents there if you're still going with the same old uh, players i don't see any any you know any earth shattering thing happening because you remember 2007 rahul dravid anil uh, rahul dravid sachin tendulkar and saurav goli did not play a new set of players came they played fearless cricket mm. and won it i'm not saying that you're going to win it if you ditch the senior players but that's the way going forward you got to understand that t20 cricket is a different animal altogether and your reputation as a great test batsman or odi batsman how many games you won with the bat will will make no difference here someone like shivan dubey can come load on the order and can hit you, you know 25 30 runs in over probably virat kohli or rohit sharma may never be able to do that so you got to understand it's hot for us for causes so you go go the way you know the whole other teams are doing just because you know you if you want to respect someone for reputation you want to have them in the team obviously more than not you're going to struggle to win uh, big tournaments they can win you games on their own mm. couple of games they can win you on their own but in the longer run uh, uh, to win tournaments you need a proper balanced team indeed i mean rohit uh, can score very fast but kohli because his game is yeah still focused around defensive technique yeah. and not giving your wicket away because he's True. he loves the longer format that yeah. much more so he can probably go at 120 yeah. But then you would say put a put yes. in a Chilak Verma there, put in a Yashasvi Jaiswal who can go at 170 and not care, right? Yeah. So that's a good True. point. And yeah. KL Rahul, I think he's at a bit of crossroads at this point in time because he's lost some time to, yeah, he's lost some time to injury. His <laughs> career, yeah, he's he's been an enigma, Ajit. Yeah, I just don't know. Like I never seen. a kind of player you know who had so much potential at 19 and after 10 years what is his achievement i don't see anything substantial because i thought when i saw him play for karnataka and when he reentered in, in himself in 2013 14 and got 1000 runs in the season i felt this guy is going to get 8 to 10000 test match runs for india i i was sure about that and this white ball batting was not there he was like if you you you, you might not believe he used to be dropped for the vijay hazare trophy games Mayank Agarwal used to open with Robin Utappa, you know. So people did not consider him a, a white ball player. Then he reinvented himself in 2015-16. Played uh, a couple of blinders in the IPL in 2016. Then his stocks went up. And when he, you know, speak by uh, Punjabian, he's been a fine, fine batsman. But unfortunately, he's he's a bit confused now. He doesn't know what his natural game is. He plays. T20 differently. ODI cricket is the only format probably where he's had some kind of success and consistently his consistency is there because he plays as number five. He's not playing the new ball, so that is helping his cause. Uh, probably he'll also be you know first choice wicket keeper for India in the World Cup. But when you consider his overall career, I'm really disappointed uh, with with uh, KL Rahul. Probably one off season and we can see the end of uh, KL Rahul in at least in T20s and uh, Test match cricket. No, I really hope he can dedicate himself to the longer formats, the longer of the three formats, True. the tests. But also, Test. I'm thinking, you know, he might make a long term like a K- Rahul for you know, namesake replacement for the other great Rahul, right, Dravid, who is like yeah. a, that's what we felt. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. makeshift keeper. India would like the balance he'll give you then. But then you always True. say once Pant comes back because he's also a left-hander. Yeah, Pant, right? Yeah. So yeah. Pant has never made the ODI his own. T20s is good tests you can't debate much about that so at least for yeah. me 
maybe his, his position in the in both the shorter format teams might become very untenable so for him the yeah. next couple of months are very important so i'll say start off from asia cup all the way till the end of mm-hmm. ipl next year this yes. this period, one year will be yeah. very crucial because yeah. he'll get uh, odia world cup in between some home games in tests in between maybe some uh, t20 games in yeah. ipl so this whole 6 8 month period i say if rahul has to really prove himself see rahul and pandya yeah. had some issues and they lost some time to uh, in discipline yeah. then they got injured they yeah. lost some time but look at pandya yeah he's clear yeah. he's clearly made up his mind he will not play tests or at least i don't think he'll play yeah. tests anymore so uh, yeah but he's positioned himself so nicely as the potential captain for the odi and the uh, t20 yeah. teams right t20 so that is what i would also like to see in terms of you know why is um, why is this guy not doing the same thing so you can yeah. actually call off one of those you play you play ipl and you be a domestic great not a problem but maybe internationally you say yeah. you're no longer really concentrating on t20s you want to play and win an odi world cup and play and win the world test championship next time and because he has yeah. the temperament to play the longer format he's a classic batsman right for me absolutely yeah yeah so, yeah and no see, doubt about that i still feel kohli and rohit right they'll be given yeah. a rope as long as they want i maybe there may be some changes before the 2024 world cup but rohit i think still wants to win it as a captain or maybe yeah. even as a player so let's see how that goes because i see pandya sort of yeah. more or less ensconced as the captain of the t20 team let's yeah. see a lot of yeah. interesting uh, debates to come up once the t- once the world cup is over i think quite a lot of things we can discuss yeah i even see maybe one yes. or two people walking away from one or two formats but we've gone into it in previous episodes so i'm going to leave the, those things be and see if yeah. those things will really pan out so all in all i guess we can be fairly happy that the future of indian limited overs cricket shortest form cricket looks decent now right so if you add a pandya to this team as the captain yeah. right so he slots in and yeah. even you don't need guys like umesh adav or shami even because this 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 attack looks fairly good but come the tour of maybe even you know england australia some other teams south africa they may struggle the fast bowling attack or do you think they'll still hold up people like mukesh kumar uh, avesh khan prasid krishna bumrah bumrah mm-hmm. and uh, okay to an extent prasid krishna they are suraj kora siraj yeah. for sure yeah addition of siraj will give a big boost yeah. that's a good point yeah true you think they'll they'll be able to hold the uh, they'll be able to hold up the that end of the bargain they'll be able to do well enough that uh sure uh, potential is there rajit i i feel that i was really excited you know so prasid and bumrah ball i i felt that they should be bowling together in test matches so i said that uh, go come to south africa in, in year and i think uh, india is going there for a boxing day test match so if imagine prasid and bumrah bowling then we you have uh, shami and uh, siraj to follow up that would be a dream kind of a quartet isn't it and who would have thought that india would have this kind of a bowling attack and you have a lot of potential uh, seamers who who are done well I, i think mukesh kumar is doing well then you have also avesh khan umran malik can also be tested so you you got a lot of fast bowlers or waiting in the wings so uh, this is not going to be the case where in the 90s where we struggled uh, to put two proper fast bowlers on the path uh, that is not never going to happen after i mean in in, in days to come mm. uh, there a lot of potential but uh, yeah as i said bumrah is bumrah and hopefully he can he can pass on the baton you know throughout his career he can help the youngsters and uh, hopefully we will never have uh, the dearth of fast bowlers because the potential is there even kuldeep sen 
yes. probably was part of the Indian side. He is there. If anyone does well in the IPL, there are a lot of youngsters coming up in the domestic circuit. Ajit, I'm really excited. This domestic season, uh, Shetan Sakari also someone mm-hmm. left arm is he is going to provide you that variety. He can. He's also pretty young. Even now, in twenty four, twenty five, he can be tested. A lot of fast bowlers. I can say at least eight or ten fast bowlers who are good enough to play for India. Ah, it it seems very promising. I agree, because we are going so deep into the Indian eleven. I mean, I think we should yeah. also discuss the Asia Cup squad right here. Your initial thoughts? Any surprises for you at all in the Asia Cup squad for India? Uh, I was expecting Tilak Verma. Uh, to be very honest, Ajit, uh, I felt that they are taking a punt with uh, Tilak uh, Tilak Verma. Uh, same with uh, Surya Kumar Yadav because that guy when he plays, he plays. Tilak like is there, huh? Probably Rahul Dravid. Yeah, Tilak is there. Tilak and Sky both are there. Surya Kumar Yadav. So really disappointed for someone like Sanju Samson. I, you know, he is that guy who is who is always the one who to be sacrificed. Is always the one who will be left let out, and you know they are making doing some experiments. This guy is the one who has been the casualty most of the time. It's really unfortunate on Sanju Samson, but he's there and there about. It. It's not that they completely you know uh, uh, disowned him. He is there. He will probably find his. So if someone gets injured, probably he is he will be an auto automatic charge going forward. But yeah, I can understand Tilak Verma. I can understand because he's shown a lot of promise. Uh, you don't feel that he's a nineteen twenty year old kid. He bats. Like like a, like a veteran, his his game awareness, his kind of uh, shots he has in his repertoire is, is unbelievable. For twenty year old, that's simply unbelievable. So probably Rohit Sharma rates him pretty highly. Uh, so he's been given a go. And then Surya Kumar Yadav, as as everyone knows, I think uh, Rahul Dravid rates him pretty pretty highly. So that's why he even he has been uh, given an extended run. Unfortunately, Sanjay Samson had to miss out. I'm really happy with the squad, uh, but the one thing is that Ajwendra Chahal Chahal probably got a raw deal because he's a mm. pretty good uh, ODI bowler. Actually, probably uh, he should have been there. Uh, I don't know, like Akshar Patel and Jadeja together. I simply don't know. Uh, you can't have two left-arm spinners, uh, no matter how good a batsman one of them is. I don't think you you will go with two left-arm spinners in an in an eleven. I don't think that is that's happening. So it doesn't really make sense to have both of them in the squad. You could have gone with a bit of variety, leg spinner. There's no other leg spinner in the squad. Uh, of course, Kulid Yadav is a Chinaman bowler. He he's a left-arm uh, bowler. I would have still had uh, Yashwendra Chahal. He's he's a special bowler, Ajit. Uh, he can win you games with the ball. Uh, forget about his batting. I think he's he's a number eleven, a dedicated number eleven. Uh, it's it's one of those things, you know. Like uh, these days, the bowlers are being picked on on their batting skills to a certain extent. That's really unfortunate. But these are one of the modern day cricket demands. You can't help it. So I, I saw a lot of people saying this. Uh, why uh, someone like Akshar Patel has, you know, uh, was chosen ahead of someone like Shahbaz Ahmed, who plays for Jharkhand, who's who's got a much better first class record than Akshar Patel was, simply because Akshar Patel is a better batsman. So when you are like to like, you have a same skill, but you have a be- but you are a better batter. Uh, the selectors obviously are going to pick the better batter. So and he hasn't disappointed anyone. Akshar Patel has had a dream run on his comeback, and is from right from his debut in uh, Test match cricket, he's hardly put a foot wrong. So they've indicated at this point in time. But uh, yeah, Charles, uh, I, I'm not really happy with Charles' execution. I, I want to I want him in World Cup squad. Look, at least Rohit Sharma seems to give the reasoning reasoning that. He can't include him because of the number of players he can take along. He also mentioned there are no off-break bowlers. He accepted when they were also considering Ashwin yeah. or Washington Sundar. Ashwin, right? You couldn't yeah. take both of them. You are absolutely right that Akshar Patel can score fast. 
well ashwin can also yeah. bat and bat fast but yeah. probably akshar yeah. patel and ravindra jadeja you may say yeah yeah of course right yeah. there in t20 that yeah. even in odis that makes a big difference but also big difference even yeah. the age gap and the place in their careers they are probably ashwin it's yeah. okay that he's not picked i can understand but washington sundar yeah. also has not gotten enough chances and has not done enough he has not had one of yeah. the, he, you need one or two really eye catching performances right so you may say did you need so many fast bowlers shardul jasprit shami siraj and krishna prasid yeah so did you really yeah. need all of them no but no, they just doing uh, some they want to test each and every uh, fast bowler before the world cup you are playing the subcontinent i am not sure why you need those many fast bowlers especially when bumrah and shami are fit and also siraj who's the number one bowler in the in odi format from the past year so probably I, the same thing goes to prasi they rate him pretty highly so that's why he's straight away into the team it's not that he's played 50 60 games he was the mainstay of the bowling attack it is just that promise prasid krishna has shown that mm. is where they are backing him he's right away back in the Tito Discord. Uh, I mean, he he made his debut in fact. So he's they're backing him. Oh yeah, he had a de- decent run. He should have played Test cricket by now. He's 27. He's, he's already old now. So yeah, they rate him pretty highly. So he's rightfully back. And one more thing is that uh, Shardul Thakur is there. He's not necessarily the best bowler, uh, fast bowler. Uh, he's definitely being chosen or kind of someone you know some other fast bowlers only because of batting prowess. So when you have someone like a tail, if you have a tail like Shami, Bumrah, and Prasid, you are asking for trouble. And your fourth bowler is Kuldeep. Mm. You literally don't have anyone who can hang in there. So it is just <laughs> a matter of one good spell for someone, uh, Cummins or a, a someone in, a, in an awkward game. It could be all over. So that is one thing where probably they are really wary about, and Rahul Dravid wants someone who can bat. So that is why I'm sure that Shardul Thakur will be part of the eleven right from the first game in the World Cup. um let's see if i think shardul might still play pandya may come into the picture even if he delivers only four or five yeah. overs right i think pandya has been rested yeah. so I, i expect some small changes in the world cup squad and maybe one more spinner yeah. in the squad really but okay let's yeah. see how these things go hopefully that's chahal that one more spinner hopefully it's chahal yes i i do hope you know it's chahal as yeah. well i like him i mean i'm a leg break yeah. bowler myself i am yeah. partial to leg break bowlers but i think yes. they don't think he is going to keep the runs down in the odi format maybe that yeah, that is there yeah, yeah. he is he, what is his uh, usp he entices the batsman he gives the ball a lot of air he tries to get wickets he, he purchases the wickets he's not someone who's going to bowl wicket to wicket and keep the run rate at four or five over he is going to take his chances that's how and he's pretty adventurous ajit and even in the ipl you know i mean mm. he goes for runs but he picks you wickets and top order wickets it's not like tail end of wickets he picks you proper batsman wickets so that's why i mean it's it's he's an offensive uh, uh, weapon you can have in your rapid fire so uh, I, i think india will be missing a trick if they are benching let's see let's see if they are able to yeah. still make room for him in the squad yeah. and eventually in the 11 yeah. right i mean if you continue to not pick him you might as well leave him out of the squad i mean i think he has had one or two tournaments yeah. where True. he was in the squad but didn't get a game so there i still yeah. say yeah it's okay don't be in the squad yeah. it's okay True. and the only other name i thought you know worth mentioning so shreyas ayer has picked has been picked along with tilak verma i guess one of these two may make yeah. the final squad when it comes to world cup and then we may see a reserve see for ishan kishan like sanju samson may make into the squad this is what i am thinking right k shreyas ayer was yeah. in the team 
when he lost his place due to injury so they have to give him a chance to come back the top order is sealed solid top 1 to 3 more or less yeah. even 4 is sealed solid then you have at least many people opined who will bat at 4 right but then that's yeah. a longer discussion i don't want to get into it right now but if you look at the top 4 <laughs> yeah. being sealed then shreyas iyer is a better number 5 yeah. then maybe tilak verma but then yes. tilak verma is a left hander right and yes. then sky may come at 5 then it might be a 6 number 6 uh, beyond that you'll have jadeja yeah. you'll have likes of shardul or pandya, pandya. shardul yeah exactly so that's the only spot so i think these two might be competing for one spot there so let's see yes. how all Correct. of this falls in place so yeah. some some interesting things but i still think this is not the full squad but very close to a full squad that india may send to the world cup yeah right. you can you probably might see one or two changes to the world cup squad i don't see two or more changes in the, for, for this squad mm-hmm. i i'm sure makes sense uh, uh, what you say also makes yeah. sense so yeah. now if you were to return to the other international games let's have a quick chat about the t20s uh, between uae yeah. and new zealand surprised that uae actually won a game against new zealand yeah seriously yeah. i was i was really happy that day uh, my cousin actually messaged me i was i was not at home He just asked me what uh, Zimbabwe and I uh, sorry uh, New Zealand and the UAE game. Uh, I checked on Cricket Buzz and I was I was really happy, you know. They were like obviously they're going to win. They were it was like were pretty close to winning that. So I it is uh, yeah it's given that it's not a full strength New Zealand side, but still it's a New Zealand side led by Tim Southey. They have I think there are four or five players who make it to the regular uh, playing eleven of the New Zealand side. So it's a decent enough side. to win against them as i said nation win again uh, winning against them was a great feeling and i i was really happy for them probably they could have uh, they fought well in the first game also it was not that close i think uh, they did not give up easily so it was the tussle was there so it is nice to see it i always would love to see these kind of associates you know uh, nations traveling or even hosting uh, games against top quality sides mm-hmm. ireland of course india sent in the second or third string side these netherlands uh, ireland uae must be playing regularly at least the t20 format so that you know they are uh, in touch with the inter- other international sides if you keep them you know in the different silos where only netherlands ireland and other teams play uh, you they're not going to get better by playing against themselves so they need to play with the big boys and this is a great uh, development i see uh, probably australia should go uh, even india Western mm-hmm. is is now a different thing now. So all the top qualities, if they play against associated nations, they are going to get better, Rajit. And I was really happy for uh, UAE. They deserve that win. Yeah, hopefully there are a lot of you know many more wins to come in the future. Absolutely. So their skipper Mohammad Wasim led from the front in that chase. It could be a tricky chase, but they made it easy yeah. with his fifty, yes. right? And uh, they also yes. have some future yes. stars, frankly, Rithi Arvind, Aryan Sharma. Ayan Afzal Khan. These are all like very young cricketers, twenties, twenty ones. So you can also mm-hmm. expect they will serve UAE for many a year to come, right? So yeah. then all in a... their early twenties, mid twenties. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. you would expect, right? They would be serving yeah. them. But then in the end, the third T Twenty I you expected New Zealand will bounce back, and bounce New Zealand also have eight. many yeah. people missing. So I mean, Kane Williamson may yeah. or may not make the. squad every time yeah, but they had quite a few ex um, exper- yeah. experimental players right like De- dean foxcroft yeah. and in the first two games yeah. uh, there was a diff- yeah correct there have yeah. been uh, yeah. rachin ravindra is there so they had also in the first uh, two Seifert, games tom seifert tom tim yeah. seifert is 
Her chip is in, yeah, correct. Correct, Ben Cleaver. Ben Cleaver was the keeper. Yeah, so, yeah. They are also giving sort of their bench players, their fringe players yeah. a chance. And they were still good enough in the decider they took the game. You know, with Mark yeah. Chapman. He's been there or thereabouts, right? So, this guy is... He was yeah. formerly playing for uh, Hong Kong and he's committed to a career with uh, New Zealand now. Yeah. He's doing really yeah. well. So... You can't yeah. see him quite leapfrog somebody like Mitchell Santner for a one-day squad, yeah. but he must still make it just as a you know spinner who can bat yeah. very well in the middle order sort of role. Yeah. That's why I think they're also giving yeah. Rajin Ravindra some chances because before of yeah. before the World Cup squad, they pick Rajin Ravindra is also a spinner who can bat in the middle order, right? So all of these yes. people, Aditya Ashok, again another name. Aditya Ashok, yeah, right, correct. He's a LBG yeah. leg break googly. Leg leg break, yeah, leg break googly. He, I think he had a decent game on his day. He had a very he good day. The wicket and did not go for. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I think he gave twenty runs or twenty odd runs and picked the wicket. So exactly, it was, it was a nice outing. Yeah, mm. for twenty year old, it was nice. Yeah. So some some exciting names also for New Zealand for the few next few years to come. And yeah. you're right, even if they send a slight slightly experimental squad. bigger team should tour the likes yeah. of new zealand uh, sorry netherlands uae right what is it oman give them the chance to grow along alongside at least you know limited overs the formats that they play uh, now coming to the other uh, odi series that's underway so first of all quite an exciting game between uh, afghanistan and pakistan the first one where afghanistan i thought did really well to keep pakistan down to 201 in that game where the pitch was a bit up and down but like afghanistan controlled the bowling mm-hmm. from the first over onwards right mujibur rahman they had dismissed babar azam for a duck sort of imam imamul haq built an innings to 150 but then yeah. once he got out you're still saying god knows what this will be and when they came out to bat all you needed was somebody like rahmanullah yes. gurbas to keep going big right like one big innings of a 80 and the match is gone yeah it never happened what a bowling effort from the top three fast bowlers right from pakistan oh Top quality, top quality fast bowlers. All the three: Harris, Rauf, Nasim Shah, and Shahin Afridi. So that's like a mouth-watering prospect. Uh, like India and Pakistan probably have, they're on par now these days uh, as far as the bowling lineup is. Probably India have a few notches ahead, but it's really you know proud, proud feelings seeing India and fast bowling you know getting updated to this section. So. Yeah, uh, like two hundred defending two hundred was always going to be difficult. Uh, difficult in the sense that you need to pick up pickets to. There no no way you can you know bowl fifty overs and not allow the opposition to score two hundred. Obviously, the way they started, it was clear that you know these guys are going to bowl them out. And yeah, I mean it was very and they bowled what fifty odd right? They bowled yeah. they bowled out for fifty odd. So there was like it was not even a competition. And come the second game, there was a hundred run opening partition. So this kind of a you know an aberration. I know was that an aberration? Yeah, it's true because you don't Afghanistan are still a decent batting lineup. Right. Uh, you don't expect them to be bowled out for fifty or so. Probably they had a chance. They had a very good chance of winning that. Probably they let it go. Yeah. Mm. Full marks to Harris from the way he bowled. Also Shine Afridi for his initial burst. I... Yeah, uh, it's going to be nice. I did like I'm really you know excited to watch India and Pakistan now. Looking at the teams, you know, full strength. Two full-strength Indians, India and Pakistan side. Both of them locking horns against each other is going to be great spectacle. First, it will be Asia Cup, then the World Cup show, hopefully. So, yeah, quite a lot. But yes. coming back to this one, see, I thought the real menace in that first ODI was actually yeah. Nasim Shah. So, even though he only bowled yes. five overs and took one wicket, he had completely softened the Afghanistani batting in as much that I saw parts of it yeah. live. There were three ducks, yeah. so right. 
the batsman number 2 3 4 were ducks yeah. and nasim shah yes. got only one of those but he really scared the batsman i mean some of those balls really looked like you couldn't play you couldn't play them at all they yeah. were highly swinging balls bowled at 145 yeah. kph or there or there about so i thought that yeah. was he was the guy that made the difference but between the three of them i mean there's enough fire power to blast anybody out right i mean there's nothing there's yes. no shame yes. for afghanistan to be out like this but afghanistan is very famous apparently for this sort of a yo-yo sort of a performance 59 all out one game 300 the next so uh, next i was year. seeing uh, a tweet by um, kaustub gudipati on uh, yeah um, on x or twitter where he said he yeah. put out twitter, their yeah. opening partnerships over the last uh, yeah. five or six games it's completely single digit or 200 plus single digits or 200 plus <laughs> so some, uh, some they take everything game. or they don't do it exactly yeah feast of a man kind of a thing yeah i think it's about yeah. the maturity they're growing into their own self yeah. there and the yeah. second game is currently underway where they have made 300 but pakistan have reached 150 yeah. for one after 27 hours so this is going to yeah. be a very it's very probably in the kitty i mean then yeah. because babar azam is unbeaten on 42 and imamul haq has made another 63 yeah. and is unbeaten so oh. you can expect maybe mm-hmm. that you know they have the upper hand because they have some hard hitting yeah. finishers to follow as well i'm looking forward to what aga yeah. salman can do in the odis along with shadab khan that's a yes. very very fantastic middle order with you know iftikhar yeah. ahmed a bit unconventional but he can hit those big shots especially in subcontinental conditions yes. where they'll not be high pace and extreme swing these three will be very very exciting if you are a pakistani uh, supporter that these three can really do miracles for pakistan even if the top order fails at yeah. times right they can probably take you to close to 300 just by these three so i'm really looking forward to yeah. what you said how pakistan will play against the other bigger teams in asia first and then see how they'll do in um yeah you know the world cup itself but to finish off do you think uh, yeah. afghanistan can make a comeback and cause an upset in the series or do you think yeah we'll put it across them they can i think still rashid khan has bowled only four overs still mujib mm. uh, who's what four or five hours up is sleep but yeah they need uh, not one ajit uh, but couple of wickets pretty quickly uh, then they can you know uh, allow the you know the bowlers to settle and they can tighten up the game and they can take to the last 10 overs if you have like five wickets down in last 10 overs if pakistan needs 65 70 they can make a match out of it provided rashid khan bowls at his absolute best uh, if that doesn't happen if babar azam holds and then and then it's done and dusted babarazam is going to finish you off i think he's ah. going to probably get his 19th century today <laughs> correct i'm i'm also a big fan of babarazam the batsman so i'm hoping yeah. you know he goes big again yeah it's a very pretty batsman uh, to watch it's, it's a Absolutely. fine fine batsman all right yeah. now those are all the live games that we wanted to discuss so if we go to the out of the field news so first one is uh sune loose has stepped down as the south africa limited overs international captain and yep. she's been at least in the interim uh, been replaced by laura volvart yeah. so thoughts yeah yeah this like what are the reasons she's not happy with the current uh, people at the helm of affairs so that's the reason it's not cricketing reason so it's really disappointing ajit like if you have a genuine cricket reason it makes sense but Mm. for someone who's led what she's led for more than 25 30 games now for south africa so someone like her uh, going out in, on this on, in the on a sorrow note it's really disappointing i don't know it's probably going to hurt the team's morale uh, to a certain extent you know the captain stepping down for reasons which are not necessarily uh, related to you know uh, the game on the field mm. so that just shows that this 
something seriously wrong with South Africa cricket. Uh, they've been doing a lot of things right off late, and also they're getting a lot of things wrong. And you talk about that, you know, they have a equal pay for both men and women. That's a great welcome sign. So Absolutely. they look, they're doing a few things right. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they are they're in a kind of mess, you know. Now they're not going to play test match cricket. They're supposed to play the men's team. I'm talking about. So then they're not going to play. They're probably going to send the second string side to New Zealand. So I mean, there are a lot of things which are happening in South Africa. It clashes with the T20. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So probably they're caught in the quandary. They don't know which way to go. They probably don't have a roadmap like how how you should go ahead. So these are the things that. Fab Duplessis is the same thing happened. He said he was available, then he went back. I think even in the men's team, we're seeing the same thing happen. People are not happy with their strategies. But Quinton Decock did the same uh, on a few occasions. So there's something seriously wrong, Ajit. They need to rectify that. Once they do that, the potential is there. Even in the women's team, there are a lot of people, a lot of young, talented players who are there. Unfortunately, they're not able to tap it. So that is why South Africa are you know probably going downhill. Yeah, they are initial. There is a, there are a few uh, brilliant players. There are a few performances that, that they have done well. But when you look at the overall picture, it, it's really disappointing. You know the way South Africa, the South African team we grew up watching in the 90s and the 2000s was a, was one heck of a side. So now to see a lot of things, you know, these kind of things happening in South African cricket, it's really disappointing. Mm. It's easy for us to actually comment like that, but yeah. Also from administration perspective, I think then maybe more than what we see from outside, right? So, I understood sure. not every player was happy with the backroom staff, especially the coach yes. Moring. But then they decided maybe something something else may have happened in the meantime. So, for me, it was a bit of a shock to see Sunil lose step down because she's she's yeah. a very important player now. Uh, with you know yeah. certain players not being available, either retiring and so on. So she's a very important player in this team, right? So it yeah. remains to be seen. Um, how how they go forward it's also a little bit of a transitory phase for south african cricket especially the women's cricket team because yeah. you must say that the women's cricket team is slightly more um, successful when it comes to international multi format tor- tournaments than the men's team yeah right? true true so, especially in the icc events yeah correct. yeah so they have a lot of yeah. very talented people and there is there are these transformation quotas and other things to be met but also in the in the management and backroom staff maybe some things are ha- ha- are set up the way because they need to be that way for the you know the overall picture the bigger picture to look yeah. more harmonious so for me because i don't know enough about these sort of developments from inside out i find it a bit tough to comment but i would still like to see south africa put their most strong 11 out and you know churn out those performances maybe yeah. win a world tournament shortly so first of all we wish laura volwart uh, a you know a happy time that she's picking this uh, as a interim captain yeah. role but we hope she's confirmed as a full time captain shortly yeah. and then she does well as a captain right so but you also highlighted one yeah. other important thing yeah. that hopefully they have uh, achieved parity at least or they have decided there'll be parity when it comes to the equal match fees between men and women cricketer this is a big deal because yes. most other teams don't really do it still maybe australia does maybe we you know yeah. england does it and i think uh, yeah. even teams like india i don't think there is parity uh, so it remains yes. to be seen that if they can because it's also yeah. they say it should be a percentage of the earnings and so on that's not always right let's see how that goes yes right so this is a big news and yes. we hope you know 
they grow from strength to strength from that point on switching over if you were to look at bangladesh they have released their uh, 17 member mm-hmm. asia cup squad no ibadat hosain i think he's ruled out due to an injury yeah but they have two injury. uncapped fast bowlers tanzeem hasan and another guy called uh, tanzeed tanzeed hasan right yeah. tanzeem and tanzeed hasan so i was a bit surprised to see their surnames were the same but i thought maybe they are brothers or something they're not that's why um so the yeah. question is True. any thoughts do you know how these guys bowl i understood they are under mm-hmm. 18 stars don't know what to yeah what to make of it but uh, i think abodots will be a huge miss i believe because he's uh, he he hasn't had a great test match career so far but one format where he had actually really consistently done well was odi cricket so they probably definitely going to miss him uh, for that that's for sure and uh, with yengsel it's kind of a lottery ajit if they come good it's going to be a great thing uh, yeah this is probably a dress rehearsal for them before the world cup if uh, one of those you know does well then probably you know they'll be in part of the world cup squad also so there are a lot of things happening in bangladesh cricket also so hopefully they can find a one fast bowler uh, who can who can you know john hans with about the session because he's probably going to be their uh, go to bowler in the world cup hopefully is fit by then mm. uh, then they probably have to you know try a lot of extras before that and the time is very less i think just have about two two and a half months two only two two months now so to go to the world cup so uh, very less time uh, to make these kind of experiments and hopefully for the sake of bangladesh cricket i hope that uh, one of them at least comes good all right but also you know it might be one of the chances for last hurrah for a bunch of these players including mushfiqur rahim yes shakib alhasan who's now back as captain right shakib alhasan and tamim iqbal tamim iqbal yeah. well tamim iqbal is not in the squad yeah. he's he's uh, he's injured oh, yeah. out and he's that's why he had to give up his captaincy but interesting interesting captaincy. squad yeah. there are some right there are some new names yeah so like people like shamim hosain is also under 19 player looks like Yes. It was very, yeah. let's say, yeah. uh, it was very well known. Bangladesh has like a lot historically been known to you know they just throw the youngsters in the national team and they come good. It's been happening from the two thousands. You see a lot of seventeen, eighteen year olds moving. Oh man! Right from Mohammad Ashraful. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Shak. I remember. Yeah. Uh, they are just doing that. I remember a Mushfiqur Rahim, sixteen year old Mushfiqur Rahim, keeping yes. in England. I mean, that's yeah. quite something. Sixteen. Yeah. Right? And uh, I what nineteen year, eighteen year old Tamim Iqbal knocking us out of the World Cup in two thousand seven. Correct. So Mushfiqur Rahim and uh, Tamim Iqbal. I just cannot forget that sixty heat of uh, Zahir Khan. Tamim Iqbal. He stepped out of his crease of Astro. He was playing a spinner and hit him out of the park. So, Perfect. They have a lot of raw, 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 raw talent is there, Rajit. Right from the beginning, you look at the spinner. You just push a, you know, someone is saying that you know, you just shake the tree and a lot of eight to ten uh, left-hand spinners, you know, <laughs> will will fall down. So that is the kind of talent they have. There are a lot of left-hand spinners coming up. So, yeah, India almost like pretty much dodged the bullet there. And they had given a real, real scare in the test match, second test match last year. Mm. Uh, There's a lot of talent, Ajit. I just hope that they become consistent. Yeah, there and there awards, they're doing well here and there, but the consistency is not there. Hopefully, they can come to the fore, like Sri Lanka did in the '90s. Hopefully, I, I, you know, something of that sort happened with Bangladesh. If that happens and Afghanistan are actually decent side, then Afghanistan, I mean, Asia Cup is going to be really, really competitive in the days to come. I expect the Asia Cup to be very, very competitive in any case. Because it's going to be yes. played in home conditions for almost exactly. all the countries. Home conditions, right? And yeah, the conditions remain the same. So, yeah, true. That's going to be interesting. 
all right one last news this is related to pakistan cricket yeah. where uh, there is some yeah. there is some talk that you know political developments may put zakashraf's yeah. pb future under cloud see he was a political appointee yeah. when the new prime minister came into office yeah. so he was sort of office, the preferred yeah. candidate of the party ppp that is pakistan's people party yes pakistan people party yeah right and he was sort of chosen ahead of somebody like uh, for me najam sethi is um, is 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 a very good very good appointee there but he was also the appointee yeah. under the previous uh, this one because najam sethi is uh, yeah. yeah no but see he is more close to the shabas uh, and uh, Family. Yeah, yeah, there the, the he's closer to the family of the prime minister, right? So that way, yes, correct. Yeah. Maybe Nazam Sethi had stepped down, but now uh, there are some, you know, there is a inter-provincial coordination ministry, right? And they have sent yes, a yeah. note to the prime minister that all these political appointees should be uh, should be removed and they should have proper Amosh, elections, yeah. right? It, it's yes. I don't see this change. Democratic process. because currently yeah, there is a caretaker true. prime minister as well in pakistan and yes, this yeah, is more heading true. towards politics so but all i want to say is probably yeah. many things will stay as a status quo rather than you know these small changes yeah. uh, i don't see his position being changed yeah. but let's see let's see how that goes yeah this administration we talk about administration ajit i think uh, someone needs to write a book only on administration of pcb and bcci you will get a lot of lot of stories where Uh, they are pointing, and you, you you can even laugh at times the kind of things they do in administration. I recommend you to read uh, "War Minus the Shooting." Uh, I hope you have read Mark no, Marquez's "War Minus the Shooting." Okay. Actually, it's one of probably the best books ever I read. Cricket books I have read. Uh, Mark Marquez uh, was was the author who covered the 1996 World Cup in the subcontinent. Mm. Uh, so that book was out of print for more than a decade or so. Then Siddharth Vijayanathan from uh, Cricket for who ex cricket for employee who like the, from his eighty one all out you know, publication got it republished. I got it from yeah podcast. I got it from the US actually. It was not available in India last year. One of my friends came from the US, so he got me that book. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a dedicated chapter only about the administration, about how the ninety six World Cup was held, how Jagmohan Dalbia, uh, Bindra, and the PCB guys, you know, Honchos got the World Cup to India and. I mean, basically, subcontinent and how they held it. You know, we took basically we we took England and Australia. That's what they did. They showed their might there. Mm. So they are notorious. They are known for wrong reasons. The Indians and the Pakistani administrators, but they have changed. The tectonic shift happened in the nineties only because of these kind of administrators. So you got to be grateful to them. But at the same time, these things, you know, uh, keep on happening in in the BCC and the PCB. You just can't help it because we don't have a. a proper democratic process you know going forward even in india the same thing happened lord that stepped in and they appointed uh, sunil gavaskar to take care of bcci then ramchandra guha was appointed so these kind of things india and pakistan have a lot of things in common uh, as far as administration is concerned right so it doesn't surprise me at all mm. yeah <laughs> uh, what you say makes sense that's very interesting how these yeah. things work yeah. nonetheless yeah Oh, that's a very good book recommendation let me see if i can get my hands on that book as well warmer yeah. is the shooting yeah you can get it i think it's available uh, in the in the uh, i think in, in i think it's available all over the world no i guess perfect uh, amazon it's available you can you can suggest all our readers to you know pick that one it's you just enjoy it it's one of those like end to end uh, i think he is painted a picture of the subcontinent through his eyes 
uh, with cricket i think lot of lot of political things also associated with that mm. uh, the, the attacks and the security issues the politics the political parties the leaders the corruption everything is there so i mean apart from cricket you get to see the complete environment how so what subcontinent is all about also sri lanka and shouldn't really forget about sri lanka and talk about this the ltt uh, how uh, you know sri lanka came to four in the 90s so it's one heck of a book ajit i just hope that all our listeners pick that book very nice very nice yeah. that was a very nice chat where we even included a book review so we hope our listeners benefit from the review you have given it it's at least made me very curious about what this book is all about so let's hope more and yeah. more of our listeners are able to buy this book and you know read it or you know maybe rent this book online somewhere and read it yeah. but nonetheless thanks for that yeah. Yeah. i would like to say thanks once again ramu it's always a very nice yeah. chat with you today you gave us two very nice things one is an in depth review of kpl this year or uh, maharaja cup this year and a book review along with you know overview of all the games thanks ajit pleasure uh, we'll be happy to come here again probably next month hopefully <laughs> after the asia cup yes. hopefully india would be the winners and just hoping that india ends up winning this all right let me see if i can hold you to that yeah, <laughs> yeah. would you like yeah. to give another shout out of all your outlets in case somebody is listening to you for the first time on this podcast uh yeah i like uh, yeah it's been a what, couple of months since i've written anything uh, like in depth or something so i was busy caught up with work so yeah i'll be writing on sports kid and honolulu also where i write my kannada pieces off late i've been writing more on tennis for kannada so cricket like it's taken a back seat a bit like once asia cup starts i'll be back to cricket also domestic cricket will be starting in a couple of months so one heck of a you know season coming up like with both uh, cricket also tennis us open is starting so uh it's going to be very busy i think coming uh, so i have a lot of you know dedicate a lot of time writing mm. so good to hear i'm just eagerly waiting no, for very that very good to hear yeah. that uh, it doesn't matter right yes. that you are also writing yeah. about tennis that should not be a problem yeah. as far as i'm concerned because yeah. it's still you're yeah. still indulging in uh, you know using yeah. your knowledge yeah. it doesn't matter that you like one game and you are really knowledgeable about one but you know enough about tennis yeah, i know yeah. from our chat yes. so that's a good yeah, that's yeah. a good thing yeah all right so yes. we wish all our listeners a yeah. good day wherever they may be listening from we hope to have your company in this and all our upcoming episodes as well if you've not listened to us do sure. give us yeah. a listen from our you know the catalog where there are many other episodes there are 200 plus episodes that you can listen to bye bye this is the armchair cricket podcast